Invitations are nice, but not invitations. 1210. Hey, hey, it's Friday. It's a Friday. Carney Show, that means, that means we have got Know the Show coming your way, which can only be done by this lady. It's Julie Buck. Thank you. How are you? I am uh, wonderful. I'm, you know, there's so much happening right now with the weather where everybody is freaking out all week. And it just for us and the metro area has not been bad yet. But they say this afternoon we're going to get some snowflakes, but so, it's still pretty warm out there. Once again, is it strange that I'm not freaking out? Is I, Am I just an ostrich with my head in the sand? Like, I don't. I'm not freaking I'm out not either. I'm not freaking out. It was like 50 degrees today when I left my house. It's I fine. thought, and it was yesterday was gorgeous. Yeah, I don't. And it's don't not matching it. up in my brain. You know what I've noticed? What? Say it like that. Oh, God. What? Now got something else. No. Nah, no. Nah, what, Carney? Well, it, <laughs> it seems like there's all this chitter-chatter, chitter-chat about the weather. That, oh, it's coming. We're going to get snow again. And it doesn't happen. But on the occasions when we do get dumped on and, boom, all of a sudden there's six inches of snow on the ground, we were totally caught off guard and nobody was talking about it. So I think we need to keep talking about it to make sure we don't get it. Look at you. I love your carny logic over there. It's, kinda, it's a little superstitious, but okay. Just kind of what I was thinking. What I was thinking. Hey, um, real feel-good story coming up later this hour. You're going to meet a woman from a foundation called the Buchanan Foundation. And what they did for hundreds of kids over the holidays. Get the puffs ready. Uh, also, Ruby Lee, finalist on The Voice. We claim her. She, I believe, is from Foley, Missouri, um, and working on an album. So we'll catch up. Tom She's will- so talented. Well, now, hang on. You are a drummer and, of course, a student of music. Could you maybe guest on her album? I don't really care for country music and yodeling. No. Let me take that back. I, I, Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I really am not a fan. I love her to death. I mean, if a rock band wanted me to do something, I'd love to make a I don't think she does just yodel. Well, we'll ask her. I work cheap. Really okay. cheap. Like free. I would have lost bet or money on that bet because I would have figured Carney, to see his name in lights, would have guessed it on anybody's record. Did you lose money because I said I'd do it free? No, I just <laughs> lost money because you wouldn't do it. Anyway. Ruby's going to be here. Of course, Captain Paul's going to pop in with, we don't know. We, we ju- never we know just don't how know. it's going to go. We just don't know. Uh, and Maxie, again, got the in with Hollywood, and we're going to give away some movies. So stick around for that, too. What is the prize today for Know the Show? Oh, the show, we will have three winners, and everyone gets a gift card to Casa de Trade Reyes. Oh, yeah. that was That's off of Manchester Road in the De Pere area. Mm-hmm. Really good food. Really good. Muy bueno. Uh, well, that is grand news. You going to tell us what the movie is for the movie giveaway? One or? of the biggest movies of last year, and it's premiering on Apple TV Plus today. Good Burger 2. But if you don't have Apple TV Plus, I will give you a free digital copy of Martin Scorsese's new film starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. It's called Killers of the Flower Moon. 
got a lot of hardware already. A lot of chatter about that one. Good. Outstanding. So uh, where's everybody been, Jules? Where have I been? That is a good question. In 24 um, hours. I mean, we can't cover every place you've been. Um, I, You know, I really, I haven't really done much. I don't really have a whole lot to report. I, I tried to catch up on some news last night. Um, my husband came back from being out of town, so that was great to have him back under the same roof after being gone for a few days. And that's it. He did ask me, he noticed my, I went out on a limb earlier in the week. This is a side note that no one cares about, but I'm going to throw it out there. You asked. Oh, you'd be surprised. Really? They care. Uh-huh. Okay. And I, I took a risk and I didn't get my nails done where I normally do. And I got this really weird, funky manicure a la Nicole Genovese. And I showed it to my husband. It's got a lot of sparkles and some gold stripes on it and all this stuff. And my husband, I said, do you like my nails? And he goes, yeah, is that in honor of the Sopranos' 25th anniversary? Because they look like (laughs) Carmela's nails, kind of. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go with it. It wasn't, but now it is. I've seen that design before, and it's one of the fiancés on Love After Lockup. It is. I think it is. You for real rocking it. It's very Love After Lockup. Rocking it, girl. You are so right, Carney, and I don't say that very often. I am excited to watch the Chiefs and the Dolphins on Peacock. Peacock. Tomorrow, Peacock. And there's been talk of people saying maybe we should or they should move the game because it's just too darn cold. And I don't know, and we'll have to ask Martin Kilcoin this, that that's really ever happened before. I feel like that's part of playing football. Well, I know the Saints had to move some home games. Because of Katrina. Because it was being used as a shelter. I'm of- sure that the Michael's Bath text line will be able to tell us, 84126. I'm pretty sure there's been a couple of games up north in the last five or so years that have been moved playoff-wise because of the weather. Hmm. I want to say like the Jets or And then there's Green a few Bay. things where your people, Max, the Dolphins fans, are saying, everyone buy tickets because they're really cheap, and then let's leave the stadium empty. Let's do it. Let's do any kind of psychological no. warfare. I'm fine. No, they say there's going to be a lot of empty seats. I yeah. I had a one of my sons was invited to go with a buddy of his that works in Kansas City, and he's actually going to see his girlfriend in Boston instead. But he was like, "Yeah, we were going. The tickets were eighty bucks." I'm like, "But it's like wind chill of thirty or forty yeah. below zero. Yeah. So congratulations, you're in the stadium, but you're not sitting with Tay Tay. Might in a get box. in her box though. That'd be all right." Probably yeah. the only warm place to sit. Okay, Max. Um, why don't you put some sentences together in the microphone and, and tell us what's happening? It was a volunteer day yesterday, so I went down to 10th Life Cat Rescue, spent some time with the cats. And I have to report that the cat who uh, rendered grievous bodily harm on me uh, <laughs> last month was adopted. So that's great. So uh, congratulations. Did you disclose to that to the pet owner? No. I thought you were going to say he finally apologized. Uh, no, 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 no. It was, yeah, yeah, it was sorry, Moana, yeah. and she, she's fine. She was a good cat. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's funny. The uh, For, I guess, maybe the holidays, I don't know, but a lot of their cats have been adopted over the past couple of months, which is great. So it's kind of empty in there, and I was kind of remarking, wow, there's not a lot of cats at the shelter right now, which is a good problem to have yeah. in a way. But they said, yeah, but when, when spring happens, there's always, you know, the kitten season, and, people, and the cats get dropped off and what have you, so... Kind of the calm. There's kitten, the kitten season. Storm. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, 
That's I a, would think this would be a big time for cats coming in because it is so cold. Yeah. But nope, I'm not really sure what the logic logic of that would be. Um, for me, it's the time of year I live and breathe Carnival, our big fundraiser. Um, so much to do. <laughs> it's crazy, but we got a great board and they do a great job. And I do my part in stages. I recruit the restaurants, and then I go back to each of them and get them to tell me what dish they want to do or dishes. And I have to look at the menu and see, well, there's four chicken things there. So I call them back and I say, could you maybe do something with beef? Which is kind of embarrassing. It's like... Like, I know you're doing me a favor, right. but can I have the red one instead of the blue one? But you wouldn't it's believe free. how many people are like, wow, I'm vegetarian. I couldn't find anything, you know, really? vegetarian to eat. So... Well, if Walkaway Waffles is there, there you go. Because that's my food group at this event. A lot of balancing. And I'm happy to say, as of about 11 o'clock last night, I completed the menu. And I won't tell you who, just, let me just run down the food. Uh, house salad, tortellini, ribs, bread pudding, brisket, assorted ice cream, fried chicken flyers with fri- <laughs> fried chicken sliders with comeback sauce, uh, fresh flavored waffles, matzo ball soup, bagel, bagels and locks, sweet noodle kugel, mini osobuco with garlic mashed potatoes, spanakopita, Toasted ravioli, butter and garlic shrimp, sausage and chicken gumbo, cannelloni bites, broccoli con pasta, uh, uh, pasta con broccoli, house salad. Uh, and this one, I don't even know what this is. Uh, Gaugeri, G-O-U-G-E-R-E, with olive tapenade, mascarpone filling, and roasted wheat with lamb and ham. Come on. That's all at one? You're supposed to... You're expecting everyone to try a little bit of all of it? If, if you know, if you want, you just wow. kind of graze. But uh, the menu is done. So now I move over to the auction where now I start pimping people for stuff. So we're doing good. And if you don't make it to Carnival and we're real close to sold out, the auction is online and you can you can bid on auction stuff. Even if you don't Wait go. Right, right now, can I? Can I look no, at what you I, have? It's. I don't think it's up yet. Okay. I'd love to look at that Taylor Swift autograph that you have. All right. Yeah, and a Kelsey uh, helmet. So, a lot. I'm tired. Which Kelsey? Uh, Travis, sorry. Oh. We know if I was going to put that with Tay-Tay in a package, but by the end of next month, are they going to be together at too much. Oh, I hear that they're making plans to get engaged over the summer. And the board also decided to buy a pair of Billy Joel Sting tickets, and we're going to put those in the auction with a hotel stay and dinner downtown. And How fun. You yeah. know, this time of year, it feels like everything is just so flat and like not exciting, But but when you talk about events like that coming up, and then we've got concerts coming up this summer, like the sun will come back around tomorrow. The sun will come back tomorrow. And bet your bottom dollar. I was going to say, you can bet your bottom dollar <laughs> that we will uh, have some fun things going on in St. Louis and a great sports spring here in St. Louis. And I'm looking forward to that.
Got to keep your eye on the positive stuff. And to fill that hole before we make it to the spring stuff, we got Mardi Gras, which starts real soon. And we got Valentine's Day, which is going on. So that's happening. Yeah. There's always a party going on. Uh, It is 2.22. Look at us. Pretty close on time. So excited. What? Take a break. We'll come back in a bit. Check us out on the Michael's Bath text line. Let us know what you're thinking these days. And we'll return shortly. Coming up, you'll meet the uh, folks behind the Buchanan Foundation and what they did over the holidays will really make you feel good about mankind. So we do try to throw those stories in as much as possible. Um, I kind of made a prediction last week, and no surprise, I was right. Remember the the Alaska Airlines thing where the door blew out and they offered $1,500 to each passenger. In credit. And a refund for the ticket. Uh, And I (laughs) said. It's almost insulting. I said, no, no, there's a class action coming. Ding, 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 ding. Here comes the class action lawsuit against Boeing. Uh, So it's not against Alaska Airlines. No. I I imagine they might have thrown them in there, but. You know, if you if you have to guess which one has more money, 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 Boeing or Alaska Airlines, I can see why they do that. Doesn't say how many people are involved or what they're asking for, but I knew that's how it would end up. I think everybody did, but I I like to take credit where I can. Um, something I think needs to stop. They've announced that there's four, count them. One, two, three, four. New peep flavors. Oh. Why? They're, it's not a food product. They're disgusting. It shouldn't even be consumed, unless you're Thank trying you. to kill someone. Exactly. 84126. Don't text in unless you like to hear from the people, the peeps. The who peeps, like people? peeps. The peeps, the peeps, peeps. peeps. Who, who's buying them? Because they wouldn't keep manufacturing them if people weren't buying them. So who actually enjoys a peep? And we'll see if this brings them to the table. The new flavors, Rice Krispie Treats, Icy Blue Raspberry, Sour Strawberry, and S'more. Mm. Um, some of them are store exclusive, like Walmart will have the Rice Krispie Treats. Um the blue raspberries at Target and the sour strawberries at Kroger. The s'more is available, you know, everywhere. I feel like that if you had to pick one, that one makes the most sense because it's already marshmallowy goo. Yeah. Here's my flavor choice. Invisible. Non-existent. That sounds delicious. They're stupid. And look, people say, they love, I don't understand. There, there are some foods that I just don't think should be qualified as foods. I will say that I, I'm not a big fan of Peeps, but I do love, and I will not stand for any slander on candy corn. I mm. love candy corn, it's too. It's so good. You will not stand for any slander? Yeah, because it's so good, and it always gets dismissed, and it's really tasty. It is really good, but it does kind of look like the baby toenail of someone's foot. 
It's not aesthetically pleasing, <laughs> sure, but it tastes good. Doesn't look like your nails. Oh, no. Mine are, mine are full ready for a... I, those would be delicious. Yeah. All sparkly and lines <laughs> and soprano-y. Um, yeah, well, I, I have to part company with you two on that one. But... Uh, you don't like candy corn? Oh, no. And the best is, if you go to, like, I don't know, Home Goods or... Uh, Tuesday morning or something like that, and you find some really old candy corns that they have from like two years ago that they pulled out of the back of the, and they put it out for Halloween. They pull pull it out of the storeroom. It's even better. Saying, I don't me. think I don't think they have born on dating on candy corns. Well, that's what I'm saying. Kind of the older, staler, the better. But best when used by, I don't think that's on candy corn. Am I alone on that island, Max? Or I'll, I will take a decade-old candy corn right now. Yeah. That's fine. I think they're the most underrated candy. And you know what's great, too? Pop a bag of popcorn. Oh, yeah. Throw in the candy corn. Well, that if you're going to play on. that game, then you put some milk duds in some popcorn. Are you guys hungry? And your life you just changed. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Actually, I'm not. Hungry? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good, but I... Had some fuzzies today. Um, just eat a candle. That's what it says on the text yeah, line. Yeah, they Michael's are kind of waxy. Sure. Mm, taste vice presidenty. Um, Max, I stopped at the store. It was at the uh, Quick Mart when I was getting gas, mm-hmm. with the intention of getting coffee and buying you mm. some Nutter Butters. Oh yeah, I've never even seen one in person. They didn't have them. Oh, well, that's because I don't think they exist. Yeah, I'll find them. They got them in bigger stores. <laughs> and uh, I'll bring it to you. Uh, a guy is suing Walmart in Texas for the second time in three years. And he's filing again for the same reason he filed the first time. And that is that the store accused him of shoplifting. And he wasn't. So, you know, he wants a little money. $100 million in damages. Or, and here's where it gets creative. Or, free unlimited shopping at any of their stores for life. Wow. (laughs) Options. Giving them options. I mean, you can get, like, a lot of TVs. Yeah. Tires, gas for your car. I mean, groceries. It's it's nice that uh, this uh, shyster is giving the school an opportunity. Uh-huh. Second time in three years he sued. What a bummer. Yeah. I have I've picked up some stuff at the store, and I didn't have a basket, so I was, like, put a drink in my pocket because I couldn't carry everything. And I thought... They're going to stop me for shoplifting. But I guess if you don't try to go out the door, you're good to go. I could see that happening, but still no prosecution on the 30 something thousand dollars worth yeah. of bags that were stolen at Frontenac. Give me $100 million or free unlimited shopping at any Walmart for the rest of my life. Good luck. That's very nice of him to lay it all out yeah. like that. Good luck to Roderick Jackson. Boy, I just glanced at the Michael's Bath text line, 84126. The amount of peeps lovers out there, people calling them the, and I'm quoting, the bomb diggity. 
people love peeps. It's amazing. Uh, Yo diggity. But I think the people that texted in are all the people in the world that like be, uh, like uh, candy corn and, te- and peeps. Um, yeah, it's blowing up on the peeps and candy corn. I didn't realize it was it was so important to you. But I'm glad. Someone said, have you tried freeze-dried Skittles? I just, for the first time within the last couple of months, have tried these freeze-dried candies. And are you familiar with them? I'm not. It, it's not something you have to do to them. They come that way. Yeah. It. They look like, which you, whatever it is. Like space skin, food is what I'm... It, no, it looks like uh, a half-popped corn kernel. You know, and popcorn where you can see some of the seed and some of it's popped. It oh, looks okay. like that. And they're really good. I'm not a big fan of like Skittles and stuff like that because that jelly gets all in your teeth. This this kind of dissipates. It's enjoyable. Right into your bloodstream. Yeah, it's enjoyable. <laughs> Chase, that was some Lipitor. You and know, you're good and to go. Call it a day. Drop the mic. All right, uh, stuff to do. Uh, you're going to learn about the Buchanan Foundation in mere moments and what they were able to accomplish over the holidays. And it certainly made Christmas for a bunch of kids. We had that story about the uh, teacher out in Arizona who tasked the kids to go out and raise money to give away to strangers. And they did. They raised eight grand and handed out $100 bills to people. And the reaction was incredible. Obviously, the recipients were excited, but it really, really touched the kids and taught them, you know, what giving can do. Right. And one St. Louis mom heard about the Buchanan Foundation and took matters into her own hands. Yeah. Similar story. Hopefully, it's a trend that's catching on. Uh, Let's break. We'll come back and talk some more. Have a Skittle while we're away. Carney Show, welcome back. It used to be the theme for somebody, wasn't it? Mr. Cotter. No, a radio person who would talk to aliens. Oh, yeah. Wasn't Uh, it? Yeah. George. Well, George Norrie, uh, George Norrie uh, former ktrs followed Art Bell, who retired. There you go. And, boy, those initial conversations were like, all right, so how long have you been actually speaking to the people on the planet Zorg B something? Pretty crazy, nonetheless. All right, so uh, I got to credit Channel 5 because it's where I saw the story. And I think it's because when Five on Your Side did a piece on the Buchanan Foundation, it caught a lot of people's attention, including the other person you're going to meet. So let's start with the founder of the Buchanan Foundation, and that is Rosemary Ray. Hello, Rosemary. Hi, and great day to you. It is a great I want to hear about the Buchanan Foundation and what your mission is. Okay. Our mission is to serve humanitarian needs in the communities of St. Louis 
and St. Louis metropolitan area, too. We'll reach there. Um, I've been here for, well, since 2018 is when the non-for-profit part started. I've been a caregiver for people basically all of my life, but I actually started the nonprofit Buchanan Foundation, Inc., back in 2018, and uh, we are here to help and serve the uh, underserved people in the community. And just like with the Toys for Tots campaign that the Marines do and some other fundraising efforts to Toys for Kids, a lot of those are extremely well-established and well-known by people. This is relatively new, and a lot of people weren't aware of what you're doing. So how did this blow up and become so incredibly successful? Well, an angel fell from heaven, and her name is Brittany. And she supported the foundation after we met. And we had toys we had never seen before. You know, not even from Toys for Tots. So was there a goal, like we want to get 100 toys for kids? It was a a goal of 1,200. Wow. And wow. Wow. It was much higher than that. It was actually over $20,000 worth of toys that were brought in thanks to uh, my earth angel, Brittany. Oh, my God. Uh, This was such a remarkable time for the community, and it was such a great turnout thanks to the many donations that we got here through the foundation. So let's go back and Brittany, welcome to the show. She's on on the line today the too. Angel. She's she's a new mom and you're sitting at home and you're watching Channel 5 and you see this story about the Buchanan Foundation and what happens? Yeah, I was laying in bed and I saw the article that they had posted and it, it devastated me. Um the thought of children not having holiday magic and Christmas magic, it just broke my heart. And I think motherhood, you know, softens you in a way that you think of all children as equally deserving of Christmas magic. And it just broke my heart. And I told my husband, I said, I want to help and I have to do something. And so I put something out on social media, not, not planning to necessarily start raising money I just wanted to spread awareness and share something that had touched me. So I posted the article on my social media account. And right away, my dad jumped in and said, if you drive, I'll pay. Let's do this. And then I realized that other people wanted to help out. And so I told everyone, hey, um, if you want to Venmo, if you want to send toys to my house, um, let's do this. Like, let's fill up this sprinter that I have and let's deliver some toys and make this happen. And in 12 days it happened and we raised $20,000. I think we raised about 15 in cash and we had all just tons and tons of people offering to go shopping, offering to sending money from all over the country. Um, The story just unfolded and just people 
people wanted to help. It sounds and, like a, a lifetime movie in real life. <laughs> it was amazing. And honestly, Rose's story, she is a lifetime movie. She, If there is any angel in any story, it's truly Rose. She is a walking definition of a community servant. She takes care of those in need from single mothers to expecting mothers to adults with um, with with issues of their own. She is a caretaker. She is a truly a beacon of light to this community and those who have needs that most of us can't even comprehend. And I got to see that when I was over here day after day. And she is a special person that should be recognized by everyone and anyone who cares about people taking care of their community. Indeed. Let me bounce up to the epilogue here. So, Rose, you got thousands of dollars in the bank. You got toys. And there's the issue of converting that money to things and then taking all those toys and getting them to the kids. I would think that was the hardest part. How did you do that? Well, we managed. Uh, we had a uh, like Santa's workshop here, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you saw the pictures. Uh, toys were all over the establishment because the basement part was being renovated. So uh, we managed, and we gave toys away daily, and we also had a real big event on the Saturday prior to Christmas. And we had such a great turnout, such a great turnout, thanks to uh, my supporter, uh, Brittany. I just have to keep saying she's an angel, and I always say, glow, girl, glow. Oh, my God, I love her. Well, that's a good, that's a good thing to say to her, being that, Brittany, you want to let everybody know what you do with that Sprinter van in day-to-day life? Yeah, we, uh, so Glow Girl Color Bar, we promote healthy uh, sun habits and we spray tan. So the van is actually a mobile spray tan salon and we go to people's homes and we go to hotels and yeah, residences and we we get people ready for special occasions and vacations. But yeah, um, quickly just back to, you know, the question about how Rose managed because it was an undertaking. Um, Rose, when I told her that our goal, our initial goal was $5,000 once I saw the donations coming in and she said, I am so insanely busy with all of these, you know, people coming over and buying. So we actually, we didn't write a check to Buchanan. We actually had tons of volunteers come in and I gave out those funds to people in our community who offered to go to Walmart and go shopping on her behalf. So she didn't have to do any of the shopping because it was it, it turned into a full-time job for about 12 days. And luckily, we had so many people step up and offer to do that shopping and to deliver directly here. So It just so makes it, you feel good about living in St. Louis. You know, we hear and we get a bad rap about a lot of different things. But when two people connect via social media, via the news, whatever it might be, and you decide to make something happen for the betterment of the community, it's a beautiful thing. You can move mountains. Yep. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Julie, we are doing great things here in St. Louis, great things. And I'd also like to thank the uh, uh, Eric uh, Hymas, and he's from West County MS and Fire. They, they did a remarkable job, too, donating items. And I never got a chance to say thanks to him. He's the captain over at West County EMS 
and five. Well, you, huh. ju- you just did. So <laughs> I looked at some of the areas where the money came from, the donations, and obviously the immediate area and surrounding municipalities, but Brooklyn and Los Angeles are on there. So how did it get that far? Now, were these Facebook friends of yours, Brittany? Uh, yeah, the power of social media. These were friends of mine in, um, on, on social media. So one of my best friends, a couple, two girls uh, in L.A., mothers, um, another new mother, best friend who lives in Brooklyn. Um, I will say, like, it was just, it was the storytelling approach of just, consistency talking about rose and then finally meeting her and really documenting it that was very powerful we saw a surge of money come in after we had somewhat plateaued um when i finally got to i I was in chicago with my husband and my daughter and we finally got home and i was able to come over here for the first time about a week after the whole campaign started and then i was able to get rose on video and show her home and show this workshop that she essentially built and it took over her kitchen her bedroom i don't rose i don't even know where you slept for a week but it was uh, she wanted to create magic and anyway so we saw a surge of of more money pouring in and donations just the more that we we shared rose's story and talked about the community of baden and showed all of the the children and the people that were helping us unload all of the toys and you can tell you know that rose is admired and deeply respected by those in her community people run over to do really whatever you say <laughs> she's um, the boss so applesauce she totally is so now that the holidays are behind you rose what uh what's up for the buchanan foundation now it's called back to business as usual <laughs> uh and what i i do the most around here i have homeless uh, and drug-addicted uh, men and women that I service almost daily, you know, because we're preparing food to feed them, uh, getting clothing in so that they can stay warm. Uh, uh, we do a lot of that. We do a lot of uh, giving food to families, you know, that are just in need uh, in the community, boxes of uh, food, uh, we have all sorts of programs I'd like, you know, for the audience to actually go to the uh, Buchanan Foundation Inc. dot org website so that they can experience and, and get a chance to see a lot of the things that we do here. Yeah, when they see that, I have a feeling they're going to jump on the rose wagons. Uh, oh, and with the cold weather, the extreme cold temperatures, it makes you think of those that are living without a roof over their head, especially going into this weekend. Exactly what I was doing earlier today, counting, you know, the few uh, pair of gloves that we have, making sure that we have warm socks, coats, and things for them because a lot of them, you know, they are actually on the street with no place to go. So how do we get those things to the people that need them through the Buchanan Foundation? Is it through donating gently used coats and gloves, uh, buying new items? What's the best way to do it? You can come over here and meet Rosemary. 
if you like, okay? I, I really like that. I really like for the people to actually come out and see exactly what we do here. So they are very welcome to come and bring goods. This is a However, great story. It is. Uh, you know, since the basement, you know, part is up under renovation, monetary uh, monetary donations would be uh, gladly appreciated, too, at this time. Buchanan, sure. Buchanan Foundation, Inc. is where you get That's more information. Uh, and Brittany Rowan Sullivan certainly was taken by it, as you will be once you uh, dig a little deeper. Ladies, thank you so much, not only for the time today, but making a big difference in a lot of lives. Thank you so much All for having right. me. Thank you. All right. We'll be back in just a bit. Take in the last of the warm, kids. Yeah, it's balmy out there compared to what we're going to have over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, it's I believe the forecast for game time in uh, Kansas City, uh, I think, is dry ice is what they're predicting. <laughs> McGraw was reminding me of a, of a story from a long time ago in the 60s, I think, when my dad did the ice bowl and his line was, can I have a bite of your coffee? <laughs> Which I think is pretty apropos for this uh, weekend funny. you could do that uh-huh i think it's pretty funny what's um, the ice bowl i'm sorry i'm an idiot it's just like one of the coldest games ever ah. but the wind chill is going to be negative 30 degrees in kansas city when they take on the dolphins on saturday at 7 p.m that's Sounds like insane fun. <laughs> yeah free tickets i wouldn't go it sounds dangerous yeah no thank you uh on the sports front Good news last night for the Blues, 5-2 win over the Rangers. Um, So that's good. Uh, Jordan Cairo had a hat trick. Jordan Bennington earning his keep, 40 saves. It's a lot of saves. He was busy. He was busy. So congrats to the note for the win. Um, Tom O'Keefe's coming up in the next hour. Also, we'll talk to Modot about preparations being made and some tips you should utilize uh, with the uh, very, very cold weather that's a coming. Uh, Ruby Lee from The Voice, second place, not bad. She'll join us, talk about a new album she's working on. We got a schmooze, know the show. Ah, oh, we're busy. Show. Welcome back. A lot to do before we part company. Tom O'Keefe's going to be on in a bit. Max has a giveaway from the movie world. We got a schmooze. Andy Field's going to check in. And uh, they're digging deeper on that Lloyd Austin hospitalization and how come nobody knew anything. Um, so I don't know. I just think if it wasn't a life-threatening thing, why was it so important for everybody to be informed? I know Andy's going to talk about it. He has answers. I only have questions. No, actually, I do have some answers. Say you are looking for a place to live, retirement living, Um, but it's a little harder to get around. It's kind of difficult to organize your medications. Trust me, I've 
gone to Walgreens and have had to upgrade my pill organizer and get a bigger one. So it can't The Turbo be. Max pill organizer? Yeah. It sleeps six. It's pretty <laughs> okay. good size. Um, so things like that that are harder to deal with for you or for your parents or someone. There is assisted living offering offered at all the Del Mar Gardens facilities, and they will help around the clock with everything that's needed, uh, even if it's bathing and grooming, um, medications, as I mentioned. They have a registered dietitian on staff, wellness consultants, social and recreational programs going all the time, rehab services too. Everything is covered. Everything. So worth looking into, I think. All the facilities, all the services, all online at delmargardens.com. It's time for another show. We're ready to play, and hopefully you are too. Here's the number if you want to get in on this for a nice night out on the town. 314-931-5877. This is a call-in contest 314-931-5877. I don't know, but we are going to give away a fabulous prize. And here is Maximilian Foise with that prize. Our very own Don Pardo. Call now, 314-931-5877, and you'll have your chance, if you answer a question correctly, to win a gift card to Casa de Trey Reyes. We had them in here for a... Restaurant Tuesday, and they were fantastic tacos and uh, great burgers as well. So, uh, ca- Casa de Tres Reyes is what you will win. We can have three winners if you call now, 314-931-5877. All right. Good stuff. Um, let's do it. Let's go to Steve. Keeping track of everything that's going on this week. Hopefully you did, too. All right. Let's go to Steve on line one. Hi, Steve. Hi. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? Show. Oh, good. good. You go. You headed home early today to kind of hunker down for the cold temperatures. Well, actually, I left early because they're installing new computers today, and there's nothing I can do. I how like are, it. How are you preparing for the next ice age? I'm terrified. Yeah, you sound <laughs> like it, Steve. All uh, right. Have you been listening all week? Mm, off and on. Okay. Well, I'll give you a, a softball here then so you can win this, okay? Mike Dubusky okay. from ABC News checked in with us every day to report on what major event going on in Las Vegas. Is it A, the furry convention? B, it's the Consumer Electronics Show. Yes! Oh, we right. have. You don't even See need it. the multiple choice. See, I do not. Way I, to go. I was going to guess an update on the Siegfried and Roy show. No. no. I might not have gotten that question right had I not written it. I don't Steve, know. just hang on, okay? And I'm on this show. Yeah, okay, way to go. Thank you, guys. Gift right. showering is coming, Steve. Uh, who's next, Max? Uh, how about we go to Jenny on line three? Hi, Jenny. Okay. Hi. How are things on line three? Um, they're pretty good today. On average, Jenny, tell me this. How many people throughout your life since the 80s? have come up to you and said, is your phone number 8675309? Probably nobody. 
Oh, stop it. Well, since 1994, people said, Jen Nay, Jen Nay, Jen Nay, like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. But see, I'm Jenny, like Virginia. Oh, Jenny. Okay. Yeah, I'm not Jenny, but it, but I always get confused with that. It's Jenny. All I'm right, Jenny. That never happened. Jenny with a J. We're going to ask you a question, and here we go. Question with a Q. That's right. And I hope you were listening yesterday with Captain Paul because this question is about him. Um, okay. Yesterday, Captain Paul revealed that in 2017, he was hospitalized for overdosing on what? Was it A, Tylenol, B, beer, or C, water? Mm, I'm going to say Tylenol. Mm, no. I'm sorry, Jenny. Jenny, 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 Jenny. Yeah. We got one of those for you. Here you go. Better luck next time. Let's go to Alice with an A. Hello, Alice. Hello. 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 Yes, ma'am. Um, we've got a question for you. If you've got the answer, we will give you a prize. Sound good? Pretty I'll easy. I'll try. Okay. Yesterday, Captain Paul revealed that in 2017, he was hospitalized for overdosing on what? A Tylenol. Water? Yes. Yeah, Say it again. Water. It was water. It was water. He's yeah, a wild man. We don't know what to do with him. He he did, and you just won a prize. Way Congratulations, to go. Alice. Uh, stay, in, uh, stay on hold, rather. And uh, let's see. Let's go to Bruce for our possible final contestant here. Hello, Bruce. Hi there. Hello, Bruce. What's going on? Hey, what hey. are you doing? Well, I'm not, I'm trying to stay warm. Are you succeeding? Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. Well, winning. You going to watch the Chiefs game this weekend? I actually uh, subscribed to Peacock to do that. Yeah, We're coming we got over to your house, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I hope that they uh, win, but I feel bad for my friend Max. So at the end of the day, whoever wins, we're gonna the Carney Show will go home happy in some way, shape, or form. Um, on Restaurant Tuesday, we talked to the folks from What New St. Charles Eatery. Is it A, stay out of the kitchen, B, meatballs and pickle balls, or C, chicken and pickle? Chicken and pickle. Yes! Chicken and pickle, that's right, Winner, winner. Pickleball and chicken dinner. Way to go. Nice way to go into the weekend, Bruce. All right, stand yeah. by, Bruce. That's it. That's it for the show. Nice job. Chicken and meatball. What did you say? I have to go back and look. Meatballs, meatballs and pickled balls. And whiskers. Your son, kittens. I'm surprised you didn't say pork chops and applesauce. Pork chops. Yeah. Oh, it always comes back to that. Would have been good. Let's take our break, and then we can, when we come back, check in with Modot about the apocalypse. Oh yes, (laughs) let's do that. Put on your uh, scarf and sweater, and we'll return in a moment. It's a common, so they say. Cold weather, frosty weather. And I made the uh, observation last week when we were just having a little snow and slush that it, it wasn't so much the weather that was causing accidents and stuff. It's people driving like the roads are dry and things are fine and they're still going 80. And you can't do that. So now with real weather coming, you really can't do that. But uh, MoDOT doing what they can to make uh, streets as safe as possible. And when it always gets ugly, we always turn to the district maintenance engineer, Bob Becker from MoDOT, with all the answers 
So, not a good week to take a vacation, is it? Oh, I think it probably would have been a good one. Yeah, really good. Get out of here. Go somewhere warm. I would think it's all hands on deck time. Are you still using that weird beet juice mix on the roads? We do add that in with our salts a lot of times. And, uh, yeah, we, we use that every storm typically now. So what is the timeline for salting the roads? I mean, we've been hearing about this all week. When did you all start the process? I mean, we started putting the treatment down today because we knew this was going to come in as rain like it did last night and today. So what uh, we did is we saw those temperatures working their way across the state. So we made sure we got out and got a treatment uh, across all our roads here before those temperatures dropped down to below freezing. So treating the roads with that stuff and mixed amongst the snow is a lot of rain, which I would think would wash some of it away. So how soon do you have to go back and coat uh, another highway again? Well, currently what we're doing, we're using our rock salt now because it is some precip coming down, things like that. When we use the the beet juice or the, or the saltwater brine, uh, we do that when we know it's not going to be any rain ahead of time. That's can you know it's just water with salt mixed in. We spray on the roadways. We weren't going to do that this time. We use the straight salt as we would during a snowstorm. So, so what channel does does MoDOT watch to see what the weather's going to do in St. Louis? Well, we watch several, and we have a good relationship with the National Weather Service. We've also got our own uh, private forecasting sends us forecast twice twice a day to uh, help us out with frost conditions, things like that. So we use multiple sources. I would think it's either feast or famine, and today it's feast. There's a lot going on with the temperature dropping extremely fast in the next few hours. Yes, absolutely. We had, uh, I mean, we've been having calls every day as we come up to this, how we're going to approach these storms. And today especially, there was a lot of discussion, you know, when were we going to start our treatment you know, what time do we think those temperatures are going to get below freezing? We wanted to make sure we got a treatment down before they reached that, that point. And we have a whole lot of discussion to make sure we make the best decision we can. So along with treating the roads and uh, the snow plows that MoDOT possesses, what else do you guys do for the roads this time of year? Are you pulling people out of ditches and stuff too? No, we don't typically do that. I mean, we do have our emergency response folks that are out there that help people to break down on the side of the roads and give them some assistance. And especially now with the cold temperatures we're talking about, our emergency response team will be getting some people where they can get safe and warm with these extreme temperatures. It's a lot. So how many hands are on deck in the metro area? I mean, we've got everybody we've got available to, uh, to be out there and ready to go. Does it pay well? It's just asking for Don't a friend. answer that. I'm just wondering. That's all. Um, and is there a place on your website where we can see once this begins that, oh, that's a spot to avoid or this looks clear? Yes, we've got our uh, traveler information map. You go to modot.org, and that will uh, give you the information you need. You can you can zoom in on the area, see what your the roads in your local area. And, and I advise people that, especially this time of the year, if you're going somewhere, take a look at that especially if you're going across the entire state, you can see where you're going, make sure you can avoid those trouble spots. Awesome. Yeah, and if you can stay home, all the better. All the better. This weekend, that'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Bob, thanks so much for keeping us safe, you and the whole crew at MoDOT. All right, thank you. Take care.
I didn't think he'd be so calm. Mm, he's probably worn out. I thought he'd sound a little more like he, he had been crying. Maybe, yeah. yeah. This is his Super Bowl. Everybody has a Super Bowl, and we keep I keep saying that this week for some yeah. reason. But yeah. this is it. I mean, this is this is going down today. There's a story on uh, the news this morning on TV uh, about an avalanche that happened, and there've been a few lately. This one in in Idaho, when you know all of a sudden a snow cliff breaks and comes down in great abundance, and sadly there are people in its path from time mm. to time. So there was one in Idaho, and it swallowed three guys. So you know, rescue people went out there and they were able to get two of them out. And they finally got the third guy out and they interviewed him on, I think it was the Today Show. And he talked about being under, you know, 20, 30 feet of snow. And I didn't really even think about this part, but he said, you know, he was yelling for help, obviously. But with all that snow... He was unable to move any limb at all. Oh. And he was there for eight minutes. I I just, I, I saw that story and I just, ugh. Oh, that is the ultimate claustrophobic yeah. moment. And, you know, I don't want you to spend a lot of time thinking about the worst, worst death you could imagine. I mean, my heart just literally. I have a new one. That's it. Oh, my gosh. That is it. And I thought, I wonder if we could track this guy down and ask him, do we want to do that? I mean, I'd like to know if he knew ahead of time, because sometimes they can predict when you shouldn't be skiing in certain areas, what were the warnings and how did they find him? Because just the search and rescue um, is pretty dangerous. Yeah. Or how they got the two guys out, because I assume that all three of them were together and I think they were hiking, but. How absolutely terrifying. And that is one person. That's why I'm not a risk taker. That's one person. You're here. Yes, you are. Well, there's that. So that's one person certainly who's counting his blessings. 128, we got to take a quick time out, but we'll, uh, we'll be on the other side of this, and hopefully you'll do the same. Well, it's all over page six that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are making plans to get engaged oh, in the summer. Stop it. I just want them to know they can always count on Genovese. Oh, they will be there. Lots of options. Whatever Tay Tay wants, your wish is their command. Uh, Todd and Julie Chrisley won a million dollar settlement in a lawsuit alleging investigation misconduct against uh, the state of Georgia, which is what the state, there's a state case against them and then a federal case against them. And the federal case is based on the state case. And they just won a million dollars because there was some wrongdoing there. And apparently that's very rare. So I don't know uh, how can that's going. Can you spin that from behind bars? I don't know if you can. I think you can if if your daughter's out there fighting for you. Um, also, this kind of came to light when people were looking into it, that they just sold their Nashville area mansion for $5.2 million while behind bars. So if you can do that, I guess you can do anything. Um, They bought the house for $3.375 million in 2019. So they turned a little profit there. I would imagine most of that going to cover legal fees. 
The 2023 People's Choice Awards nominees were announced yesterday. You know who. She's in there. So is Luke Combs, Nicki Minaj, Morgan Whalen. Um, all of those folks got five nominations each. The show will air live on E! and NBC on February 18th. 30 years ago, a federal jury ruled that Michael Jackson did not steal the songs Thriller, The Girl Is Mine, and We Are the World from his neighbor in Gary, Indiana. Do you e- remember that? E- no, oh. not at all. Yeah. Isn't that funny? You must have been at the height of your wildness. Then. Well, he had so many court cases. It was probably well, yeah, that just wasn't hard the, to follow. That wasn't maybe the one that was yeah. at the top it's of like, the interest. Remember when Trump went to court? What? I don't, Who? I don't know. Heather Mills McCartney is 56. Remember Paul McCartney was married to her for a little while. She once appeared on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is 60 today. So I don't know if they put little... Uh, birthday stickers on your Amazon package today. Oliver Platt is 64. Howard Stern is 70. And your buddy, the psychic, the amazing Kreskin Carney is 89. Did you want to call him? I'm still on the phone line, I think. I think so. I booked Kreskin for the show because I thought Carney was going to be so excited because I figured it was in his wheelhouse. And he got angry at me. He's like, like, I don't want Kreskin on the show. Why'd you book him? Well, I've had him a ton of times. (laughs) I was wrong about that. He won't stop talking. Well, should we call him and wish him happy birthday? And we can just hang up on him. Let me think about it. Okay. You go ahead. You you have a think, and I'll let you know that today is National Work Harder Day. Now, as far as the yeah, football yeah. goes, over the weekend, here's the breakdown. Saturday, you get the Texans and the Browns. Uh, also on Saturday, that big game against the Chiefs and the Dolphins only on Peacock. Um, and then on Saturday, you also, or Sunday, I'm sorry, I knew I was going to screw that up. On Sunday, you get the Buffalo Bills hosting the Steelers. Also on Sunday, the Cowboys, Dem Boys, playing the Green Bay Packers. And also Sunday, this is the Sunday night game, the Detroit Lions playing the Los Angeles Rams. Is there a game on Monday or no? There is. And that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing someone. Look at you. You're yeah. all over it. I am trying to be all over it. That is what I have from Holly Weird. Now let's go to the homemade jokes. You can smell them fresh out the oven. Not him, but the jokes fresh out the oven. John Carney. What? I don't know. It's news, lady. Online retailer eBay has agreed to pay $3 million bucks in fines to resolve criminal charges over employees who harassed a Massachusetts couple by sending them live spiders, cockroaches, and other disturbing items to their home. The Justice Department charged uh, eBay in a criminal information with stalking, witness tampering, obstruction of justice. On Thursday, the employees already prosecuted uh, more than three years ago in the scheme to intimidate Dave and Ina Steiner. So I'd like that eBay package showing up at your house. Good news, though, is the, the bugs were probably delivered quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, so silver lining. Climate protester caught in a wild video being passed around the Internet as he jumped on stage and tried to tackle Ron DeSantis at a campaign event in Iowa. He was speaking to hundreds of people at a restaurant in Ames. 
when an activist shouted at him, accused him of taking money from the fossil fuel industry, and the protester made a run for him. Two security team members grabbed the man and tackled him off the stage. Immediately, ironically, the protester looked a little like Nikki Haley. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's new ranch in Hawaii that raises world-class cattle on beer and macadamia nuts is facing backlash for fueling climate change. The Facebook founder, 39, announced on Instagram that he and his family will be raising Waigu and Angus cows on their multi-million dollar compound in Kauai. Macadamia nuts. That's nuts. Two, three, four. Can't make this stuff up, folks. In a bizarre incident just yesterday, Fairview Heights police found themselves faced with a pack of four goats. These furry lawbreakers charged with theft, trespassing, jaywalking, and disorderly conduct. You can see the uh, mugshots, by goats? the way, at STL today. Goats. The responding officers took the goats into temporary custody where they were lined up and formally charged. Again, you can see the pictures. Uh, two of the goats, by the way, have already lawyered up. So that's it. Wonder what's at the movies? Me too. We'll find out really in just a couple seconds. Hang on. Tom O'Keefe is about to review a movie called Mean Girls, and so this is a song called Mean by Taylor Swift, who just graced us with some goatee that I threw in because your story was about goats. I do love goatee and maybe we'll bring it back someday. A lot of people have asked us to do so, and a lot of people, primarily management, I said, don't ever play that again, or you'll no longer work here. Um, all right, you want to get into movies, kids? Um, I... Yeah, I mean, what else is there to do but watch the the screens? That's right. This Safe weekend, thing. stay inside by the fireplace. And what should we watch if we actually do go out to a theater? Huh? Who could we ask? Tom O'Keefe, how are you? Okay, I reckon. And yourself? Ah, wonderful. You still got that real spoilers podcast? I sure do. Thanks still, for listening. Still free? Yes. Uh, still downloadable? <laughs> yes. Okay. If you ever heard the show and you weren't on it, back off, buddy. <laughs> so, what's new? What's coming out? What's coming out at the movie theaters? <laughs> well, it's well, coming out of your nose. Your and I was like, you know, I, I, I give them every week, just so you know, Tom, I do give them the name of the movie, right. who's in it, well, a little you, bit about it, and they just and never you, look well, at it's it. Well, du- it's a double St. Louis dose. Yeah, you got two of them in there. Mm-hmm. 
Well, do tell. Spill the beans. We get Jenna Fisher and John Hamm in this movie. And the movie is Don The movie is Mean Girls. So there you go. The, uh, do you, uh, did you see the original? Yeah, and it was a movie, and then they made a musical out of it, and then they looked at the musical and said, let's make a movie from the musical. I, I, I Every time this happens, people act like it's never happened before. <laughs> no, but it just seems it wasn't a, that compelling a story to begin with. I mean, there's lots of things that aren't all that compelling of stories that get turned into movies. Why I mean, there's 10 Fast so and Furious. <laughs> okay. Well, tell me about it. Is no, it I'm just saying I I always find it fascinating when something like this happens. That it, like, it starts as one thing, turns into another, and then they turn it back into the thing it started as. So, I mean, you saw that with the producers, right? You right. saw it with Hairspray, of Horrors. Little shop. Yeah. So, Little shop. Which, and I, I love. That's only four. <laughs> I, if I, I'm giving me time, I could come up with more. But it happens. And uh, I love Little Shop just because it's on mm-hmm. paper such a ridiculous premise that you're right. just like. This is dumb. Right. Why would you make this? And then you see it and you're like, well, it's delightful. It really is. It's it's, endearing. It's fun. It's different. It's unexpected. It should not work. And it's great. So, um, but Mean Girls, it was uh, turned into a Broadway play a few years back. And it's extremely popular. It's also extremely popular with, with like the teenage set. So like the uh, high school my son went to, they're getting ready to do Mean Girls as their musical. And when they announced that that was the musical they were going to do last year, you would have, I mean, the kids positively lost their damn minds. Wow. And they, they were so excited. Like Grease in the yeah. way that Mean oh, Girls, okay. since 2004, it's been 20 years now yeah. since Mean Girls came out. Wrap your head around that. 20 I know. years. That's... And in that 20 years, an entire generation has grown up with that movie. They love it. It's, it's their, their Heathers. It's their Heathers. It's their uh, Dirty Dancing. It's yeah. a huge deal. So the fact that it's now... Back with a whole new cast. People again, younger people than all four of us are losing their minds over this. Yeah, and I believe this was originally intended to be like streaming on Paramount Plus. Like it was just they were going to throw it on Paramount Plus and call it a day, and then they were like, "Oh, this is shaping up better than we thought," so they decided to drop in the theaters. And I think it's going to be a pretty sizable hit for them. I think it's on track to make like thirty-five or forty million dollars this weekend, which is its budget. So, if but you, you can only see it in theaters. Correct. You, you have to brave o- the cold. Yes, you have to brave the cold. So, if you've seen the original Mean Girls, story-wise, not a lot has changed. It's pretty much beat for beat. A lot of the dialogue is even the same, but they've added the songs. It's fascinating the marketing on this movie because if you did not know that Mean Girls was a musical. You would not know that Mean Girls <laughs> is a musical. Like, I feel like you're giving us Glee vibes with I'm, this movie. No? I mean, no, because Glee was... Too musical? Well, and Glee was like, it was about them performing. Yeah, This is true. more of a traditional musical where sometimes they just break into song. And the, the movie is, I, I really like how they handle it, because the movie kind of winks at you that... This is kind of silly, but that's okay. Yeah. Just go with it. And they kind of like slowly kind of submerge you into this world of they'll be singing. Although they start singing like right off the bat, but at first it's more like there's a band singing. Like they're, it's more self-aware that they're singing to you, and then it becomes just people singing in this place. And I would love to to talk to somebody that went to this movie not knowing what to expect because it is a musical. Like, it, there is no, like, they don't, uh, 
talk at all? No, but they they talk, but like, so like Dreamgirls was a musical, but so many of the musical scenes were them performing as the characters on stage, right? They're the sort of the Supremes, and, and so a lot of the songs were presented as if they were performing them, but they also tied into the story at that particular time. Okay. That's not what this is like Grease. They're just going to break into song. I did see on the social medias uh, a couple of younger people who did not know this was a musical yeah. and just thought it was a new version of a beloved classic right. to them. Uh, we're recording the first time some of the characters break out a song, and there's groans in the audience. <laughs> oh, kids really? Are really upset? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, because they're like, "What is this? Why are they singing?" So that could work against word of mouth on this. And I guess it could, but I mean, the songs are good. I mean, oh the, no, you like this? I did. I did <laughs> like this. The songs are good. Like this is this is t- tested material. This was a very successful Broadway play. It's toured. For years, I mean, this is a property that in in its theatrical production, people love and embrace. So really all, all, then it's easier said than done, all you have to do is film it appropriately and it should work. And they did. I, I... I enjoyed this movie. I thought. I mean, it's not groundbreaking cinema, but I it was a it was a fun time at the movies. Now the cast of the first one, you know, obviously Lindsay Lohan probably at her apex back right. then. You had uh, Regina George, the villain, was played by. Rachel McAdams. Oh, I love her. Who yeah. now is again gigantic after the Notebook and, right. and everything. Tremendous. Yeah. So in, in this one, are Amanda Seyfried. Cy- Seyfried. A, a bunch of no names in this one. Um. Well, Renee Rapp is. I mean, she played uh, uh, Regina, Regina George on Broadway, I okay. believe, and then she's also in the HBO Max show Sex Life of College Girls, which was co-created by Mindy Kaling. So. But I don't know. I didn't recognize the other ones, but I, I don't I'm also that. not the demo, right? Like, they're not making this movie for a 53-year-old dude, so. Well, I, how many treble cliffs would the 50-year-old dude give this cliffs. movie? Look at that. Somebody's, look, you're using your. I'm using my Google. Your music history. Oh, that's right. Knowledge. Somebody paid attention that day. <laughs> I would give this three and a half. I thought this was a solid, fun time at the movies. No. Man. I'm sorry. Come on. So man. is Tina Fey in it or did she make it? Because so, I've seen her make the rounds on chat shows hyping both. it. Both. She wrote the original screenplay. She wrote this screenplay. She's got sole screenplay writing credit oh, on this film. Dang. And uh, I really would have expected like a story by yeah. and then somebody else but came she in. Actually but she wrote it again. It's a story, a screenplay. Tina Fey. It's so funny how this started, and I kind of put this on your prep, guys, because I, I think it's interesting. This was a nonfiction book yes. called Queen Bees and Wannabes, and it was about so-called mean girls in high school. It was a nonfiction book for parents to say, hey, here's what's happening in your kid's high school. Tina Fey read it and said this would make a great Heathers-ish comedy and made it into a comedy. Yeah. It so, was, I mean, that's, that's a huge leap. And the me. point of the nonfiction piece was comparing the different cliques to different animals and the way the animals interact and, and treat each other. And so, and you get some of that in the movie. But there's been other nonfiction pieces turned into Saturday Night Fever was famously a nonfiction article, I think, in the New Yorker, the Atlantic, something Do like guys that. have yeah. cliques? Like, did, were you guys in a clique in high school? Or I, I don't Yeah. You, you, you were. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sharks and I the mean, jets. Well, no, no I, mean, I was stoners and jocks and yeah. burnouts and I was I, and... I was a theater nerd. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Carney? Chess club. Okay. No, you you were a jock, right? Probably a jock, right? Little Carney? little bit of that, and then other stuff. I rotated <laughs> uh, in and out other stuff. Like what? Just other stuff. Burnouts. Huh. 
Pretty do you have much, a, yeah. Do you have a denim jacket? I was chasing the Grateful Dead around. Connect the dots. You okay. drew, drew your own BTO logo and Sharpie on the back? <laughs> I told you I had dead stickers on my car. <laughs> I still do, actually. Yeah, he still does. Yeah. But and Tina Fey is also in the movie. She plays one of the teachers. She did in the original as well. That makes me happy She's because the same if role. she were to write it and do all that and not be in it, I feel like the audience isn't getting all that they should get from her. I agree. I, I love I Tina like Fey. Her. Yeah. I like No, I think she's great. I'm always happy to and see so her in something. Jenna Fisher and John Hamm, two St. Louisans. I have not seen this musical version. I have seen the original one, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, but I hear that they're only in this for like a cup of coffee. Yeah, it's not huge roles. Jenna Fisher plays uh, the the main girl's mother, and then John Hamm plays the gym teacher. And so they <laughs> they pop up very briefly, but they're but they're funny. Next week. If you can get out from under the several feet of snow, what uh, are you going to review? I don't know what next week is. We were talking about this on the way in. There is a thriller called ISS, which has a really in- interesting premise. It's uh, a bunch of Russians and American astronauts, cosmonauts, uh, working together on the International Space Station, as as the, they, they do, when war breaks out between Russia and the U.S. on the planet Earth. So they get orders to take over the space station. But these are a bunch of scientists, so what do they do? Is it uh, a musical? I don't believe it is. <laughs> but Should it will be, look- be adapted into a musical and then back, and then back into, into a... Uh, Ariana DeBose, is that her name? Uh, she just won Best Supporting Actress for West Side Story. Oh, okay. And she was the main voice in Wish. Yeah. She's the lead in this. Okay. So I think that's the big movie next What? Week. A girl astronaut? That's crazy. It's science fiction time. (laughs) And Max on Movies tomorrow, are you tackling Mean Girls? No, I didn't see it. I'm doing the best and worst films of last year. So it's a big uh, 40 minutes all about the the worst films and the best films that I saw last year. Which list is bigger? I only do five of the worst, and then I do ten of the best. Okay. Well, good. Glad you were able to find ten. (laughs) And, of course, after this commercial break, I'll have a giveaway of Killers of the Flower Moon. So We'll take it. Bring it on. Thank you so much, Tommy. Thank you. Realspoilers.com is where you find it. What's going on at Family Arena? Uh, Well, we have uh, Mizzou and the Loos coming to the arena. They'll be doing their gymnastics competition there against Florida State. So Florida State, I think, is ranked currently number two, and I think Mizzou is ranked number three. So that should be a a good one. Are you going to do your routine with the uneven bars? If my uh, unitard is back from the cleaners, the dry cleaners Uh, by then. Take me back to my pummel horse days. (laughs) Thank Did they you. open for the Grateful Dead? Oh, uh, horse. No. They might have. Is it a band name? As far as our groups in high school, someone says that Cardi was in the On Air For You group. Oh, my. <laughs> he does. It hurts his little feelings. I'm sorry. So We're just teasing. <laughs> We're just I teasing I don't know you. if Tom knows this. Uh, Cardi used to have vanity plates uh-huh. that said On Air For You. <laughs> All right, I gotta lick, lick my wounds. I don't know. I can't talk. I we have vanity plates to say the clip out. So, hey, so like to go. this day, you still have vanity plates. Yeah, they're on my car. Right. And you're other, celebrated. It says uh, clip out. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's sell stuff. We'll be right back. Freezing. And uh, Rebecca Black joining us on the show. Is that next week? No, she turned us down. Okay. All right. That happens. 
All right, let's bribe them, folks. What do you got, Maxie? Well, one of the most acclaimed films from last year is Martin Scorsese's latest. It's called Killers of the Flower Moon. This one stars Lily Gladstone, who might win the Academy Award for Best Actress. It also stars Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. It's based on a true story, and it can be yours to own right now on digital. I have 10 of these to give away right now. It actually is making its debut today on Apple TV+. Plus. But if you don't have that, I will give the movie to you right now. Uh, if I randomly select one of you, all you have to do is text in your email address to 84126, and I will send you a copy of Killer's of the flower moon. So text in your email address to 84126. 84126. That's the Michael's Bath text line. They don't have to do anything, say anything. You're just no, going to give it. it away. I mean, the people who are like, hey, Max, you're pretty cool. I mean, I might defer, you know, because the boss reads this. So any kind of. Oh, that's true. You know, it's always nice to do that. Indeed. He's always. Uh, just saying. Checking it out. But uh, so it's always nice. There's no way for us to actually get on to the. Uh, um, text line and delete stuff, sadly. <laughs> Uh-oh. What does it say? Let Not us that say. we'd ever do that. No, there wasn't anything in particular. Not at all. Now they're jumping on the board with the, hey, on air for you. <laughs> no, Carney. If it hurts your little feelings, then we're just going to. Also, I... as far as high school clicks, someone says, John, we were called a frock, which is a, between, a cross between a freak and a jock. So maybe that was you, Carney. A frock. Was that uh, you? No, I kind of bailed on the sports stuff after my sophomore year. So then I really can't uh, publicly account for my time due to potential incrimination. Also, uh, thank you for all of the texts. We have more than enough people to choose from right now. This is this is huge response, but thank you. You don't have to text it anymore. I will I will select one of you. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Um, she was finalist in The Voice this year. One of those uh, blind audition three-cheer Turner people uh, right from uh, our fair state, Ruby Lee, and she's going to join us, talk about what she is up to now as well as what that experience must have been like. Had to have been crazy. I mean, I remember watching her initial audition for the people on The Voice, and it was like, I stopped what I was doing and sat down to watch because it sounded so amazing. Andy Field joins us, too, with some stuff from Washington. Uh, By the way, our next live show will come to you on Tuesday. We'll have a best of on Monday uh, as we're off for the King holiday. And Tuesday we come to you from the brand spanking new Sugar Fire and... Welcome back. Third hour of Carney Show. Much to do. In fact, we'll uh, meet someone from The View who left her mark, to be sure. The Voice. Is it The Voice? Yes. What did I call it? No, it's fine. What the Voice. I... Just march on. All right. Uh, the Bagel. I think I got that right. Got that right. That's the loan thing Stuart's got for you. That's a loan thing he's got for you. He's come up with so many different plans for uh, uh, whether you're buying a house to get pre-qualified, whatever you want to do. You want to refinance. 
uh, looking to purchase, all of it. He can do it and do it for you more affordable than you thought. And a lot of those fees that you end up paying, uh, you know, appraisals and stuff like that add up into several hundred bucks. And somehow he absorbs that. And no, he doesn't build it in to the loan. He's just able to do it and great relationships with the lenders. So they scratch his back a little more than some. Call him, see what he could do for you, 314-324-4440 or online at stewardsamc.com. Um, am I putting you on the spot, Maxie, if I ask you what we're doing Monday? Uh, I'm putting that together right now, but it's going to be a fantastic show. I know that we'll hear from Guy Tory. We'll hear from uh, Hot Rod from the Harlem Globetrotters. I think we'll hear from Aaron Neville. So it's going to be a really good show. The Globetrotters. Man. That was a fun segment. Yeah, it really was. So cool. And, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that at some point in their life didn't go see them somewhere. I mean, I remember taking the boys to see him here and I remember as a kid going to see him at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. So kind of been taking it in a bunch. Kind of a rite of passage. Yeah. Every once in a while at the store, I will buy some scratchers. Just, you know, for the fun of it. And uh, usually don't get anything. Spend about 20 bucks, and the best I usually get is two. But today, I had some scratchers. Huh. And I went into the gas station, and they said, sir, these are worth $27. Oh, I thought you had a big announcement. And I only dropped 40 Oh, Look at you. Oh, you're almost winning. And on top of everything else, I read in the paper that somebody in the St. Louis area also bought a scratcher, and that was for a million dollars. How fun. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Well, if you just had, like... This kind of singing voice like Ruby Lee, you could go on a show like The Voice and win big and just kick off your career. Listen to how awesome this is. I gotta believe you don't just get on The Voice if you've got a beautiful voice. We learned from the early days of like Idol and things, the thousands of people in line for auditions and all of that before they even get to that stage. Um, so let's ask somebody who did it and killed it. Ruby Lee, hi. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Good. Congrats. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. From one Missouri girl to another, we are super proud of you. And I feel like I knew you were going to pick Team Reba when the chairs started turning around? I mean, you just had to do it. Was there any doubt in your mind, even for a second? Actually, you know, I've heard that at least a thousand times. Um, but I honestly, I was really close to picking Niall. Um, because, you know, what you guys don't see is I'm, I'd am i be on stage. I was on stage for about an hour and a half for my audition. And they only air like, you know, 45 seconds of the coaches actually talking to you. Um, but Niall was fighting really hard for me and Reba was just kind of sitting in her chair smiling. And I'm like, I feel like Reba thinks I'm just going to pick her because I'm country. I'm like, I need someone that really wants me. Um, and Niall was fighting really hard. And then, uh, Reba used her, her trick, which 
each of the coaches get one trick that they can use one time on one contestant throughout the blinds. And Reba used hers on me, um, which is kind of one of those things like, hey, I really want you. Please pick me. And it was the hair. All the the crowd was putting up the cardboard hair and chanting Reba. That was her trick. And, you know, it just it clicked. And I'm like, I have to pick Reba. She wants you. <laughs> she does. And you're only 16 years old going on this journey. What a what a way to change the the path of your life. Yeah, absolutely. It's been so insane to be on national television in front of a million people and then come back to my town of 68 people. <laughs> oh, is that in was that in your mind when you were performing that there are millions of people watching it or you just have to block that out so you can focus? You know, it was always in the back of my mind, but it was also something I'm like I'm performing for not only people, you know, over you know, TVs and whatever they're watching on. I'm also performing for the people in the audience. So I really wanted to make sure that I connected with the people in the crowd too, to give them a show and the coaches and at the same time, you know, give something to everyone watching. What's the lag time? Like how long do you have to sit on the news that you got chosen by Reba on the voice where you can tell people that this happened? Like, is it months? Oh yeah, it was, it was months. Uh, it was a very long time. And, you know, ever since I, I did my audition coming back, um, it seemed like every show I did that someone had to say, you should go on The Voice. And it was only The Voice. I felt like that was such a sign. I'm like, I don't know. Keep your eyes out, I guess. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, because you can't let the cat out of the bag early or you'll be in some major trubs there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Trubs? Trubs. <laughs> She's making up words on the spot. <laughs> So, Ruby, being 16, I want to dwell on this, and you've got stage presence. Where did that come from? You can't even get into a bar. <laughs> you know what? Um, I have been, ever since being on the show, everyone's been telling me that I'm an overnight success. But you know what? I've I've been playing since I was nine years old, doing over 200 shows a year, and to, I, I just I feel like I finally just got my big break, so I'm definitely not an overnight success. And um, you know, I feel like I've done well because being on the show, I broke a lot of records actually for the show. Um, I'm actually the highest viewed aud- audition on in voice history. Um, I also had the highest votes to move on from the playoffs to the um, to the live rounds on the app. Um, I had a, a 96 percent, which is the highest I've ever had, and you know, I just feel really, really proud of myself, and, you know, I, I went viral twice. I was the only artist to go viral, and I actually, on my, on my one of my last songs, I sang Desperado. I actually had to have Don Henley personally sign off on that song for me to sing it. Wow. Um, that is so, so cool. Yeah, it was just insane, so I feel like I just had to get up there and do my best, so you know, I just do what I do. I'm a, I'm a singer, and that's, that's the best I can do, so I got up there and, and proved what I had to prove, and I'm just, I'm really happy with my run on the show. But From, again, with over 200 shows, where could you play? Because most clubs are bars. You know what? Um, there are... Oh, dear. We just lost her. Oh, no. Or she didn't she'll, like the question. She'll call us right back. Yeah, she's I've got like, faith this in Ruby Lee. There she is. She's already Earth. back. We didn't vote her off the island. Hi. You are back on the air. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry about that. No, that's Okay. I'm sure um, it's something Julie did. Mm-hmm. It's probably my fault. No yeah, doubt about I'm it. Sorry about 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like you were saying about the bar thing, I've been I've been playing in bars for you know a while actually because me being a musician, it's easier for me to get in because I'm just performing. I'm I'm there for a job, um, you know, and most of them were restaurants that serve food, so they allowed me to get in. You know, most of the places I played weren't just bars. They were they also serve food, which allows kids in there at a certain time. So, um, yeah, I would say a lot of a lot of those shows. I mean, you're just so mature. I would like trust you with my taxes. I mean, I I, I don't know <laughs> how at 16 you have achieved all of this, but it's pretty remarkable and you're level headed and I feel like you're on a great path and now you're even going on tour. <laughs> yeah, I am. You know, I, I learned, I, I used to sing with Mickey Gilly, um, you know, when I first sure. started and he just gave me so much great advice. I learned so much from him. Um, you know, and, and when I started, I did a lot of jam sessions because, you know, when you first start, you don't get thrown into a show. Um, so I was doing a lot of jam sessions, and being nine years old, I was around <laughs> a lot of adults. Um, and, you know, I, I learned very early on I can't be, you know, acting a fool around, you know, these adults or I won't be invited back and I won't be able to do what I love. So I feel like that's the way that I, you know, had to be mature um, because I just knew when I went in there, it's it's game face, you know, you're mature, you're here with everyone else. Um and, you know, going in, I my very first show was a four-hour show, um, a full set, all from memory. Um, so it's just a lot of work goes into it, and I think, you know, a lot of this is where I get my maturity from being on the show. How did the yodeling start? I sound like a doctor. But... <laughs> um, you know, I saw someone on YouTube yodeling, and I come from the most non-musical family you've ever met. It's honestly sad. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. But, um, you know, I was watching someone yodel, and I had no idea what it was. And I looked at my dad. I'm like, Dad, how do you do that? And he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> so I I kept listening to it and tried to, to mimic it as best I could until I could get it. And then, um, you know, after running off about three cats and a dog, I <laughs> finally – figured out that I did it properly. I started breaking my voice, which is the way to proper yodel. Um, because a lot of people, you know, say that they're yodelers, but they don't break their voice. They sing the yodel, uh, which a proper yodel is where you break it, where it sounds like there's that, that snap, which is what I do. Um, so it's one of those things. But once I figured out that I had it, I was just, I was stuck on it. I, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever stop yodeling. Yeah, I can't stop yodeling either. <laughs> Um, I, I made reference to this, I think, yesterday that you also yodeled, and it's it's kind of been a dream of mine. Um, so can I can I talk you into a quick lesson? Of course, I'd love to. So show me what to do, Ruby. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's going to sound really weird, but... Um, the first thing that I do is when you start, you got to figure out how to break your voice, which is breaking your voice. I'll try to say it in like the simplest terms is like going from your chest voice to your head voice with skipping the middle. Um, so you're not building up to it. You're just skipping, like you're skipping this, this note in the middle. Um, so once you do it, you'll, some, some people do it where they start from the very bottom and go as high as they can until their voice cracks. And that crack is the yodel. And then you want to start repeating that. So it would be like 
like that little snap there. Um, and then you start working on vowels and things like that. And then once you do it, you can start doing it faster, like a, 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 and then even faster than that, um, obviously. But, um, yeah. I, uh, I really, you know, thanks you for trying. Are you going to try it? Are you try it? But I think I need to stick to my, my drums. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, can I be on your new album? Oh, my God. Let's it's just shameless. throw it out there. Can I play drums on your album? I'll meet of you at Music Around in St. Charles. We'll do a little playing out there. Have a jam session. <laughs> Hello? Did you hang up? So, <laughs> talk about the new album. Did Reba offer to, to do a tune or something on there? No, um, the the album is not in works yet. Um, it's something that I'm, I will definitely do it this year. I, I need to get it out this year. Um, you know, after everything that's gone on, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's not in works yet. I'm going to get some of these shows done on this tour and then I'll start, you know, obviously getting into actually working on the album, but yeah, I've, I've got a lot of plans for it. Um, it's something really exciting and it's going to be my first like debut album with, you know, like original songs and original music and, Obviously, I'm going to put some covers from the show on there. I've had a lot of re- requests to cover Long, Long Time and Cowboy Sweetheart, obviously, and put those on there. So we're definitely going to put that on there. And But it's going to be mainly an original album, which I'm really excited for. So I'm glad people can hear some of my originals. That is so very cool. How exciting. And how do we find you if we want to come and see you perform in person? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the best way to find out where I'm playing and what I'm doing is by following me on social media, which I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. It's all under Ruby Lee Official. I'm verified on everything. Oh, um, yeah. I follow R- you on the gram. I love it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, but it's R-U-B-Y-L-E-I-G-H Official. Um, I also have a website. It's rubyleeofficial.com. But I have a lot of new new shows that are going to be added, and it's going to be really exciting. A lot of new places I've never played at before, and uh, I'm looking to do, like, fairs and festivals. So hopefully we can get some more of those on the books. Um, but, you know, we we got a lot of exciting exciting stuff going on that I'm, oh, I'm really excited coming. about announcing. The work is coming. Uh, speaking of uh, Reba, and ironically, she had a couple of musicians from St. Louis that were in her band before that sadly perished in a in a plane crash but she comes to st louis or this area for her talent um working with her what was that like because there's somebody who's been in the entertainment business for a really long time it was honestly so insane i i remember the first time that i walked in to actually work with her um you know it was months after my audition and coming back just being thrown into you know actually getting to talk to her and really know her um very insane um but she's very very knowledgeable i mean as you can imagine um she's been doing it for so long and she's just you know one of the best um you know she's just really such an amazing person and you know she, what I like about her is she's so easy to get along with and she's easy to work with. She's very, you know, like, you know, she's very, you know, all in. 
she's she wants to work with you, and she knows she's she supportive. Knows probably what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Can she yodel? Supportive. Can she, can she yodel though? I bet she, she can. can yodel. <laughs> she can. Yeah. Um, wow. She she does. She kind of sings the yodel, but she does an older style of yodeling, which is I do kind of a modern style, um, but she does an older style of yodeling. So it's technically a yodel, but. We kind will uh, <laughs> we'll follow you online. We'll check out your shows. We'll get your uh, uh, album when it comes out. Ruby, we're so proud of you, and thanks for making time for us. Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate it. I had a great time talking to you all, and um, hopefully I'll see you at a show sometime. You uh, are a delight. Thank you care. so much. 16. Oh, thank you so much. 16, Julie. I was trying to score like a fake ID. That's I what I was doing. I was wondering... And I didn't get into this, but the text line also wondering the same thing. What about school? You know, I mean, where does that play into this? Do you just come back and go to your locker like nothing happened? Nothing to see here. I mean, Usually they have tutors, like actors, kid actors. There's a lot of rules. Yeah. You know, I, I know a couple of musicians who went on to become very well known who were doing the same thing, who were playing in bars with their parents' permission when they were like 14, 15. And the people at their school did not care. Because you know how high schoolers are. They're not impressed by But once by, you're on the voice. Think, but, well, yeah, but e- even then, I, I feel like it's probably, like, we are more impressed than the uh, people in her circle is what I'm thinking. I would think young girls um, watching the voice would go bananas over this. No? Hmm? Probably. I'm surprised Carney didn't say, you know, I've got a couple of teenagers in my house if you want to. I thought we were going to get the great Carney set up there. Ruby Lee, become your daughter-in-law. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I I wouldn't do that to her. Um, (laughs) And I was too busy trying to get on her album. Uh, 226, we uh, need to sell a couple things, but we'll uh, come back and do some more of whatever it is that we do. Hang on. This is definitely a major uh, report from Captain Paul. It's freezing cold out there. We're expecting precipitation over the weekend with more dropping temperatures. So let's start at the top. How do the roads look, sir? Uh, Here's what we have, Julie. A one-vehicle crash on 170 South. That natural bridge is blocking the left two lanes. There's a stalled vehicle on 70 East past 270 blocking the right lane. A check of the usual trouble spots shows 55 South is on the move from the city down to South County. 64 West is running clear at Kings Highway in Hampton and out west on the way to the 6470 merge. And 170 South is congestion-free as you head towards 64. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. So, Mo Capitan, are you planning on hunkering down during Snowmageddon? Yeah, I, I kind of think I'm just going to stay inside. You know, I went to Schnucks and, and bought the bread and butter and all that stuff. And uh, and so uh, I have what I need to eat. And uh, and I'm glad we don't have to leave home on Monday. What's your go-to snack when you know you're going to be kind of <laughs> stuck in the house for a while? Go-to snack? Well, you said uh, bread and butter. I'm like, you can't <laughs> live on Butter that. bread. I remember that in grade school. When you didn't eat the lunch, they'd give you butter bread. I used to cook that in my little Easy Bake Oven. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little sugar and cinnamon on top. So what else you got to snack on? A lot of football to watch, too. <clears throat> yeah, sure, except, you know, we can't watch that Chiefs-Dolphins game, and I know uh, that affects Max a lot, too. Yeah, absolutely. Can't we're wait. All, it's going to be we're great. We're all going to Julie's. No, you can watch it. You just have it's to get the Peacock. 
Do you get a you know, free trial with absolutely. it? Absolutely. You can get a seven-day free trial and then cancel it right after you watch the game. So it's, it's Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. All of the streaming services, you can get a free trial. Seven-day yeah, free trial. Don't they always make it really difficult to get rid of it, though? That's, nope. Well, it is for me because I don't remember. They just That's what they're counting on. Well, I know. I've done that. I bought Fubo. Well, that's your issue, not the streaming service. I you understand. Like, casino <laughs> will let you win because right. they know you're going to stay and give it right no, back. I, I, I've had this advice before. When, you, when there's a new streaming service that you don't have, let's say you don't have HBO Max or you don't have Peacock or Paramount Plus, sign up to all of them this Saturday, every single one of them. And you'll get like a five or seven day preview on all of them for free and then just set in your phone on the calendar when to cancel in six days. And then you cancel. It doesn't cost you anything. And then if you actually find yourself, wow, I watch a lot of this Paramount, I'll keep that one. Or I don't watch HBO at all. I'll delete that one. It's super easy. But don't do it all at once because don't you want to stagger the viewing? Yeah. I don't know how you could watch everything you want to watch on every uh, service. What do you use, Captain? What do, what do I use? Uh, Spectrum. But now it's Me like too. you pay. You pay for Spectrum, but now over and above that, you have to pay for these apps like Peacock and Amazon Prime or whatever. So it's uh, the TV situation is kind of out of control, in my opinion. And I feel bad for people like our age and above that it's just mind-blowing for them to even get the game. Right. I feel like that's it, kind of, I don't know, exclusive. I mean, time marches on. Okay. Thanks, Max, for the sympathy over there. Nope. Captain. None. Sympathetic. I, I keep throwing yeah. my father-in-law under the bus when he calls and says, what channel is Netflix on? My mom, too. It's so funny to me. <laughs> but yeah, I googled, it's uh, crazy. I googled Peacock, and uh, the only thing I could find is five ninety nine a month, eleven ninety nine a month, or twenty nine ninety nine a year. I guess I'll Google uh, Peacock free trials. No, no, no. If you just just go to Peacock, download the app. It's free on whatever okay. service you use. And then when it says sign up now, they probably say, "Hey, tr-, you know, you almost always if you haven't had it before, you can get a free trial." Okay. Use Max's name. Yeah, and if that doesn't work, Max will pay for your peacocks. Peacocks. Well, if it's, I mean, what did you say it was five Pardon bucks me? for for a month? It, it, I yeah, mean, five ninety nine for a month. Would okay, you pay well, then, six bucks yeah, to watch the Chiefs game? Pay you know, six bucks to watch the game. That's a good point. Uh, that's that's a pretty cheap game. I to mean, watch. it's cheaper than a beer. Yeah, if you go out to a pub, you're going to pay that for a beer. That's what the yeah. tickets are going for to go to the game now. Started at eighty. Bucks. Now they'll pay you a hundred dollars to down go down sit. Forty bucks to go to the game yeah. at Arrowhead. I have a friend who has uh, season tickets to the Chiefs game, and he is trying to sell his tickets because it's going to be so cold, and he is having trouble finding a buyer. Yeah, yeah, because that. Oh, well, price. now I might have to. It was eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, I'm telling Wait you. A Why don't you go, Max? I don't think I could convince the this, powers that be. This morning when we started the show, is it eighty bucks? Then a couple hours ago, I checked back, and, and I'm it looking was now. forty, and I imagine it's probably even lower now, possibly. Even though Taylor Swift's going to be in the building, because that's the most important thing, apparently to some. You got to see her reaction when Travis makes a catch. Nah, that's okay. I'm Maybe good. Not. Bra. I'm good, brah. All right, bra. we'll be we'll be listening to you later to keep us safe as we uh, scamper around in this questionable weather over the weekend, and we will talk to you again Tuesday. Sounds right? good, John and gang. Thank we'll you, see you Tuesday. Take care. There he is, the captain in all of his splendor. Hey, hey, you. Welcome.
Welcome back. Carney Show for Friday and our last live one till Tuesday. And even that broadcast will be a tad different as we come to you from Florissant, Missouri, and the brand new Sugar Fire. Do join us. Uh, Julie and Max, you got somebody here to, to stand at Master Control so you can come eat barbecue with us? I don't believe our, our staffing runs that deep. Well, we'll poke around, see what we can do. We can, so, bribe, okay. we can bribe somebody. No, you, need you can to... bribe them with Chiefs tickets because you can you can afford them. Uh, they're now eleven dollars. Now thirty eight bucks. <laughs> They'll pay you to play. Uh, thirty eight dollars, and that's in section three hundred six, which is in the upper zone. Not and, the upper deck. No, that deck. And the then somebody just bought some on the lower Everybody. zone for one hundred and eleven. That's amazing. Amazing. I mean, fifty yard line. For $235. Weather affecting everything. And I will tell you, I was curious as we've been having these weather-related chats and thinking, I'm really glad I've got a four-wheel drive vehicle. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't and really suffer in this kind of stuff where they're spinning out and losing control of the vehicles. Maybe it's... Maybe it's time to upgrade a little bit. And I thought, well, I'm going to look on the uh, Autoplex website at Johnny Landoff. LandoffAutoplex.com, by the way. And I saw a bunch of Jeeps, a bunch of Sorrentos, uh, a bunch of uh, Armadas, which are Nissans that are pretty cool vehicles. And, of course, some some previously enjoyed Chevys as well, escapes and tracks. They have Sorrentos, so plenty of things that'll get you through any weather. So maybe it's time to do it. A lot of them write at about thirty grand or less. So see what's awaiting you, so you don't uh, take a gamble every time you get out on the road. That's the Landoff Autoplex, Highway seventy and Exit seventy nine. And who can forget the original Johnny Landoff Chevrolet? At the Washington Elizabeth exit, right off of 270. Uh, Johnny's also going to join us uh, on Tuesday because we'll be in Florissant, where he is, and uh, come by and have barbecue. So we'll do a Martin Kilcoin on Tuesday as well, so we can recap the Dolphins' victory. But Marty's not coming in. <laughs> no, he said he'd be on the phone. He's got a bunch of stuff going on. So. I did offer. I said, go eat food. Does he? He knows there's barbecue, and he's still not going. I told him. You never know. He could change his mind. And you know what else could change? Although not likely. A Chiefs win? What if the weather changed, and all these people got these awesome prices? Uh, And it's 70. And it's like, well, I mean, let's just go with 30. I mean, it's totally doable. It's so doable. You're really swaying me here, Julie. I know. I'm telling you. (laughs) And what time does the game? It's at night. Yeah, it's going to be chilly. I'm not gonna. Li- I'm not gonna lie. I hate when people say. I that. wonder if I can get in with a hibachi. Do you think they'd let me do that? What, like cook? Yeah, it's like a little open grill. Thing. Oh, there you go. Probably not. Bring bring a crock pot and try to sit in it. I remember there was a guy <laughs> who got kicked out of an NFL game because he had brought. I mean, this was. Uh, before security and clear bags and all that. But he brought a little, like, Weber kettle and charcoal and was making hot dogs 
in the stands. Yeah, I don't think that, I, well, I know that wouldn't fly today, yeah. right? They're like, no, no, you can't <laughs> do that here. It's crazy. But probably make a couple bucks before he got caught. Are we gonna uh, Are we gonna make our game predictions now? Yeah, let's do it. All right, for all the games or just yeah. no, the just the Kansas Lord. City Chiefs. No, let's do pick'ems. Let's do all of the games. Well, I don't know enough about it. Forty Niners are You have playing, a Google, so, so you just eh, bring it up. Eh, Chiefs, the only one I'm interested in in the games this weekend. So eight four one two six. Tell me what I should make my prediction be. I'll steal your prediction. I'm going to say that the Chiefs are going to win all the games. Every one of them. Even if they're not playing. And Monday, when we're not here, uh, the Emmys are on TV. And I've heard nothing about this. On a Monday. I don't Apparently, award shows are just kind of not a thing anymore. Well, we said that. And then this year, the Golden Globes kind of made a comeback, yeah. didn't they? 75th annual Emmys are Monday, uh, and it'll be hosted again by somebody you don't know. Never no, it's heard. Anthony Anderson, who's a pretty famous guy. I don't know. I, I know you don't. So, and it says one of the things that they plan to do on the show, the executive producer said, part of the plan, this is going to be fun. We're going to recreate classic moments from... A dozen iconic shows throughout TV history, like All in the Family, Cheers, Martin. I don't know if I'd put What's Martin, up? Sopranos, Game of Thrones, and Grey's Anatomy. This sounds like a really bad idea. Huh. Any, anybody excited about that? No, I'm not. I'm more not excited a, about a, the Chiefs. Yeah, and I, TV I'm going to make my prediction. So flag the tape. Go, girl. Chiefs. Win the game, twenty-seven to three to the freezing cold wow. Dolphins. Great. I'm sorry, Max. I had to do it. Well, not even a touchdown for the Dolphins. No, nope. I think they're just they're frozen. The Chiefs' record this year is eleven and six. The Miami Dolphins' record this year is eleven and six. I'm going the Dolphins. Okay, you Trucker guys, Larry chiming score? in. Nope. Trucker Larry says Miami thirty-four, Chiefs thirty-five, and then puts sorry, Max. I'm kind of go along with that because I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. You know, I'm just it must be the the Homer mentality here in Missouri because they have the same record and that everybody is so convinced the Chiefs are going to well, win. I think the weather is going to be a factor nah. in this game. I think it will be. Well, certainly for Miami, you know, and Tua grew up in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Place you know, that people plays say, in Florida. Yeah, people say that, but throughout the year. Teams from down south play in cold weather. It's not like they've never traveled to the. It's not like they've never seen snow. It's a strange thing for people to say. Yeah, but they're they're not there very long. You know, the Chiefs practice there. They got more home games there. You're so. more prone to injury with the extreme cold weather. Yeah, or maybe with now, with with all the cold pools and cool tubs and all that stuff, maybe. Maybe you're better off playing in the freezing well, cold. They already played this year. They played against one another in Germany. Taylor Swift was not there. Was it cold? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it was not cold in Germany. And the Dolphins lost by one score. So I think they're going to tie it up. I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. Could be. Wow, there you go. Um, so that is 7 o'clock? Yep. Is that what time? Tomorrow night? On Peacock. 
uh, on Peacock. Are you going to go, Max? You're going to take your son and have a and your dad. Look and have at a, him. Look at the glee. Three in his generations. Eyes. I think so. The Oscar moment. doesn't like football. Oh, uh, then his, don't do that. His quote is, "It's a violent sport," which I can't argue with. Um, but uh, no, I, I would be going alone, and I just I think it's kind of sad to go alone. So All right, let's yeah, bet again. I bet <laughs> Max is. I bet Very Max sad. is going. He's sad. Yeah, bring home a T-shirt for me. It is uh, two forty-seven. Quick break, and then uh, Andy Field joining us. I think that sounds like a plan. Andy Field's going to check in in uh, just a couple. And again, Monday, uh, we'll be leaving you a best of and some some fun conversations. Uh, Aaron Neville was on the show not all that long ago. Uh, He'll be uh, rebroadcast on Monday. Guy Torrey, who's always so much fun. Uh, And when we had a Harlem Globetrotter in here a few weeks ago, if you missed that, that was... That was pretty entertaining. Last so week, I think. Just a, We have a three-hour best of on Monday. We do, we? yes. Do we have three hours of best of material? We do. It's it's all in the system now. I just want to surprise people instead of just listing who we have. How on earth did you pull three hours? It took me all day. Probably had to go back a couple of years. Looks like Alabama is set to hire the replacement from um, the Washington Commanders. Aren't they, aren't they done, though, with their season? They are, but I mean, it, people that follow Alabama football is it's such a, a big religion. Deal. Yeah, I'm surprised that you know they would need to jump on it so quickly because they do have months and months and months and months. But yeah, do you think a lot of these pro guys are going to end up as college coaches? You never with, know for the same scratch or or do they money? make more sometimes? More money, money, money. Yeah, good question. We have Andy ready to go. Andy Fields, I know him. Let's talk to him. Andy Field, I assume. You know him? Uh, That's so cool. You're uh, perched there on uh, Capitol Hill in Washington? Yeah, right on the top. It, it hurts when you sit on the, the little pointy top of the Capitol. But yes, <laughs> I'm here for you. Use a pillow. Um, <laughs> so this story was big for about 24 hours, and it was when Lloyd Austin uh, went into – the hospital for surgery, the defense secretary. And it came out the president didn't know and a few, several other people didn't know for several days. My first question is this. If it wasn't a life-threatening thing, what's the big deal? I'm glad you asked that, Mr. Carney, because I'm going to give you an example. And here's the example. When you and I call customer service, uh, you usually get one of those call, you know, little recordings you don't like to get but uh when the president calls the pentagon he does not want to hear this the call is very important to us please hold (laughs) yes that is the problem there therein lies the problem because when there is an emergency and you need the the military to act quickly the president or whoever's in charge of the white house needs to know that someone's going to pick up and immediately respond and they didn't really know who was going to pick up, uh, nor were they actually sure who was in charge of the Pentagon. So the president can't just say, okay, go ahead and start bombing. You actually have to call the Pentagon, and the Secretary of Defense then has to issue that order that's passed down from the president down the chain of command. 
Well, if the Secretary of Defense is out of commission and no one's really quite sure who's in charge, that becomes a problem. And that's why we have an inspector general looking into how this was all handled to make sure that it doesn't get handled poorly again. Now, there is a bit of breaking news. The president today, this afternoon, said the U.S. Secretary of Defense, Austin, had, quote, a lapse in judgment in not revealing that he was in the hospital. But he says he still has confidence in him. And that confidence is not shared by many Republicans and even some Democrats now in the House and Senate, uh, some Republicans calling for him to be impeached, but certainly a bipartisan group of folks are saying, we got to look into this to make sure that we've got a top command that is actually in charge of the Pentagon. I mean, this isn't a personal thing. It isn't just like he forgot to call his buddy Joe Biden and tell him. I mean, there are a lot of people that both people have on staff that you would think there would be some communication from someone unless they really went out of their way to say, don't tell the president. I don't know that that's the case. I I think this kind of got stuck in the holidays. He went back into the hospital uh, either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day with an infection or something, some complication uh, from the surgery that he had had in December. We're told repeatedly that if indeed he transferred his powers to his deputy secretary of defense which we're told he did uh that she was either out of the country or someone had the flu i mean there's there's a whole bunch of the dog ate my homework stuff going on here the dog Um, ate my homework the original coverage of the story it was a good 24 hours of hearing this before i heard any talking head utter what was wrong with him it was well, just about he wasn't was there. Choice. He didn't do, what? Yeah, the, 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 the apparently was his choice. Um, look, there are HIPAA laws that say no one has to know your private medical business unless you decide to tell them. Uh, but that usually gets bypassed with certainly cabinet-level, presidential-level folks. Uh, and no one, you know, he could just say he went in for a procedure. He had transferred his powers for a short period of time, and now he's back. And no one really needs to know why as long as he's fit for the job. But there are questions on Capitol Hill now whether he is indeed fit for the job. So, uh, look, this is this is a problem of Secretary Austin's own doing. And now whenever he gets out, they'll be clamoring to have the press talk to him to get straight story from him. Would you not say an impeachment and calling for his head isn't just a little extreme? You'd think, but uh, we're seeing a whole lot of extreme in Washington. Look, this isn't the same subject, but we are now a week away from yet another possible government shutdown, which completely mirrors what happened with Kevin McCarthy back in the fall where uh, there are uh, people at the far end of the Republican Party that has the majority in the House that are adamantly saying, we're going to let the government shut down unless you get a better deal on the budget. And Speaker Johnson's going, I got the best deal I could get with the tiny majority that we have, and you're going to have to keep the government open. So, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things that seem to be extreme here, but we're in an extreme situation with hey, this divided government. Quickly, Andy, before we go, need your prediction. Miami and Kansas City, a lot of chatter about that here. Zero degrees at Arrowhead for game time. 
or well, you lower. Guys, you guys are more into Kansas City, so I'm going to go with Kansas City. Mm, some okay. of us are. There you go. A shot across the bow <laughs> Thanks, for Max buddy. Have a Have a good weekend, and uh, don't right, get guys. snowed in unless you want to. See you. All right. Take care. Um, the Michael's Bath text line, shout out to Trucker Larry. He says, Max, if you go to the game... Keep Trucker Larry's number handy if you need help while you're in Kansas City in case you have a problem if Grayson isn't available. That's very kind. Thank How you. nice is that? Yeah, let's see if we can use the truck for a... Uh, um, tailgate. Tailgate, exactly. That'd be fun. It's terrifying that I know what you're thinking. I went to a, I went to a tailgate once, a Chiefs game, and I never made it past the parking lot. <laughs> oh, my God. I had tickets. Not surprised. I had the best intentions. Have a nice weekend. Have a nice three-day weekend, guys. And uh, we'll all hook up again, say, come Tuesday at Sugar Fire. I like it. Stay warm. Don't slip. Be careful. Put down salt or something. Chili Buck, see you later. Toodles. Maxie, see you later. Everybody else, see you later. I'm John Carney. Thanks for listening. Be good to you.